captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to season five, episode 16 of New Girl Helmet. That was the wrong intro. Let's try again. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl Old Guy for season 15, episode 16, Helmet. Um, I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy, though I have aged dramatically uh, since we started this. My name is Allie Lasher, and I'm here uh, with the titular old guy, Akiva Wienaker. Hello, how, mu- how much have we aged since the last podcast? How long has it been? <laughs> Honestly, I can't even remember. Because <laughs> didn't I, I – ju- was the last one the one I took forever to edit, or have we been back since yes, then? Yes, that was the last one. Oh, so it's been years. I'm sure several babies have been born since, like, new, new life has come. In the world, several babies? Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> I did um, a Seinfeld podcast, probably my last, with uh, Akiva, nope, with Alex and Jared Jerome on 32 Fans Patreon podcast. And we were talking about how long it's been since we started that. And I was like, well, you've had a full child since we started. <laughs> He's had a new son since it started. Well, you could, I mean... That's not that much time. Well, I think, I think like most Alex Chester jaunts that I get involved in, I'm told that it will be like a one-off. We're going to like determine the best quote, and it's like three years have gone by. <laughs> Six, 16 episodes, I saw. Is that really 16? I wasn't on one, and I think Jared wasn't on one. I think in its first iteration, Alex wasn't sure what would happen. So I think I've only been on 15 of them. Um, I always appreciate the break. Took a break from uh, 32 Fans Patreon this week. Um, all right, but uh, how have you been? <laughs> I'm not good. We had a, what, hour-long discussion before we got on, so at least I got that out of the way. Uh, you know, times times be tough. How are you, Akiva? Doing okay. It's the eighth night of Hanukkah here. Uh, we did not do presents this year for the first time, I think, ever as parents. We didn't do the nightly presents that my wife like spends like a month or two beforehand doing eight, eight presents. You know, most small, one or probably one big one uh, for all the kids. But we thought it wouldn't be super appropriate this year. And then also like um, five kids—that's a lot. That's forty presents. It's a waste of money. The, you know, some of the presents are good, but some probably get played with once and then never get seen again. We have too much stuff. So how no did the presents. kids react to that? Uh, they were really good about it. Uh, I think if we wanted presents, the boys, I mean, Yo- Shy is too little to, like, this is his first, like. I don't know. Boys. We kept asking Brody, do you want another present? Yes. Yes. For sure. Yes. But I, I think because he didn't get them, he didn't know that it's even a thing. Uh, we told him we'd get, we were getting them a pool table. And then um, and then tonight my daughter got everyone presents. Uh, oh, that's so nice. I hope she spent her money and not mine, but I don't know. She got some decent stuff. Did you get anything? Yeah, I, I got a um, like a picture, but it's like in a brick to go on my like desk. Oh, that's nice. Uh huh. Picture of the family. It's from yesterday. Oh, I thought it would be like the Jets or something. <laughs> it would. I would be nice if it was just like a bunch of Jets, but it is my <laughs> my crew of seven. That's nice. Is it a literal brick, or are you just saying it's like it's a square, like rectangular, heavy square. paperweight? It's like a okay. Square. That's nice. It's a nice dad gift. Dads 
Although I think it's like very old school to have a picture of your family at your desk at work. I mean, it's definitely predominantly, I think, people who are older in my experience. Do you have a desk at work? I was going to say part of it is because it's so common to have just an open plan. I do have a desk. Lawyers get away with a lot of like for confidentiality purposes. We can't just have people hearing us on the phone, but. So you don't have your, do? do you have your you don't have your own office at work. I do have my own office. You do okay. It's just I'm you. a big you macher. Well, you're a macher. Oh, but Did you're I use also that right? not. My mom would say that. If is that correct? Yes, you use it perfectly. <laughs> but you, but also you're not uh, at a law firm, so the, like it's easier to just give the lawyers their own offices when there's not 500 of you. Yeah, but at a law firm, I had my own office too. Well, actually, right. Yeah. But yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, we mostly don't have offices, but the yeah our council. Uh, has, has his own office. Um, so, but and you do you don't have pictures of your family in your office though at work? I don't have. I have I have a few things in my office. I have my Northwestern and Michigan pennants, mm-hmm. and I have a David Putty Devils bobblehead <laughs> that my brother got at a Devils game that says, "We're the Devils." <laughs> We're the Devils. <laughs> and that's my family. Although, to be fair, like, you know, any job that has been started in the last three years, like, how often is a person going in, so? Well, it's also very funny to, like, go to, um, like, if someone's been at a company, like, 20 years, even, like, you know, anyone who's been there a long time who has pictures of their kids on their desk, like, they're always, like, from a the their babies or they're, like, when they started at the company, so they're, like, 12, and now those kids have kids, but they haven't brought in, like, updated family photos. Right. It's just, like, whatever. They're frozen in time whenever they first brought the picture into work. Yeah, I feel like my grandpa for the last 30-plus years probably had the same pictures from when I was five and my cousins were, you know, two and three. Um, Kiwi, can I tell you that I'm back on my Seinfeld um, podcast listening game. Oh, nice. Um, not only because a lot of the podcasts I previously enjoyed are now canceled due to content on the <laughs> podcast. Um, but, uh, you, there are so many things I wanted to say, but I like didn't take down notes. Um, also Brian Cohen is also listening. I think, yeah, I know. I got a me. message from him, uh, about, about something funny that came up on, the Seinfeld podcast. I love getting messages like that because it was so long ago. I'd say like once every two or three months we'll get an email. being like, you just said like to email you in 2015 <laughs> if you're still listening, you know, 10 years later or something. Uh, which is and that person was Brian? No, it wasn't Brian. Brian messaged me. Hi. Get out of here. Who is that? Get him on. Come on, Abba. Put him Hi. on. No, I'm not muted. Go out. Are you muted? <laughs> Was took, that Noam? I, that was Noam. I took him to work this week. As I said, Noam took you to work. And um, I came out of a, a, a meeting with a bunch of people, and the whole office smelled really strongly like popcorn. And I thought, oh, it's Hanukkah. That's nice. They're doing like a thing where they probably have a, brought like a popcorn machine or something. And Yes, a classic Hanukkah treat. I don't know. It's just like a nice little <laughs> thing. They brought a popcorn machine or where people were making a lot of popcorn. And then, like, I'm like, okay, I'm not, like, in the mood for popcorn. I'm just gonna, not going to go to the cafeteria. Like, I'm going to just walk back to my desk. And this, as I walked back to my desk, the, the smell kept getting stronger and stronger. <laughs> and when I got to my desk, next to it was uh, the aforementioned Noam, who had two 
like he had the bag of popcorn and then like the fun like uh like movie theater style like box of popcorn to, to like house most of the popcorn uh and, like just a tremendous amount of popcorn <laughs> and and i said like wh- like how did this happen how did you at my office like why do you have all this popcorn and he said like oh the woman who's sort of like in charge of cleaning the the office and ordering the supplies and stuff like said that he could uh have this popcorn. so he was just popping popcorn that made the entire office like it's a like one very long open space but the whole thing <laughs> reeked of popcorn because he went you know a solo mission to make himself popcorn uh in the office um the 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 people were coming over to me like hey uh like these pictures are they you i'm like what are you talking about he was just printing a lot of pictures of our family in color at work they oh so like that's coming. what he wanted to print because yeah, that they was were an like, inquiry i had they were coming out of the printer for days afterwards supposedly <laughs> people were just <laughs> handing them to me because <laughs> uh, he had asked you uh how what's the limit how could he um how many pages could he print before you got flagged yeah before you got flagged <laughs> Um, okay, I, I did write down a few notes. I forgot. Um, speaking of big machers, no, I'm a, a macher, right? What can you translate that? It means like big wig. Yeah, it's like a big shot of big wig. Yeah. Um, you, what's your issue with Brandeis? I feel like what? that take does your anti-Brandeis take doesn't really hold up in 2023. What did I say? Do you remember what you I said? You were just like, oh, but he went to Brandeis. Huh. You like made some like negative Brandeis it was comment as though it's known. You made it like it was a known thing. Like it's, I was like, oh, Renap, you know, like thing? a known. It was Maybe it was like, a nerd thing. Probably. Is that a big yeshiva Brandeis rivalry? No, it's not a rivalry. Um, Definitely an uptick in applications in Brandeis uh, this year. Probably, I, I, yeah. Predict. I. I went, to, uh, like, we would go, I had two good friends who went there, so we would go for weekends, and then, you know, I would bring uh, Mara once I started dating Mara. Uh, so I, I went there a few times, and I enjoyed it. Uh, it had a reputation as being, like, sort of nerdy, but certainly so did Yeshiva, so who am I to talk? Yeah, it's like pot, kettle. Um, okay, here's a question. Speaking of when you started dating Mara, this is a fact check I have unbelievable rob let you kind of half tell the story and then move on from it i was screaming did you have a girlfriend prior to mara one yes and now is she the one who painted an abstract painting of you her sister her sister (laughs) her sister what (laughs) i told that story on the seinfeld podcast you like brought you were like well a woman once painted it or a woman's sister so you were like someone painted an abstract painting of me Mm -hmm. and rob was like what and you were like another girlfriend and then you just kind of like yada yada moving on yeah um (laughs) yeah someone came over to me and was like what do you think this picture is of so it's like like, the doodle it was like it was like a bunch of abstract paintings, but I, I like abstract art doesn't mean anything to me. Like like it was, it was in pa- it was paint on canvas. Was it watercolor? Like what was the it medium? It was paint on on um yeah like a like a I don't see I know like so paper. little about painting. Like, yeah, like, like paper, thick paper, like okay. thick paper. Yeah, yeah, like a cardstock like, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, bigger, like bigger than like what you'd write on in school, like twice that size or three times that size. Like okay. A, like that. Uh, and it's like what is and, this and one? A, and an abstract. So, okay, so it was a small section of a larger painting, or... No, it was a bunch of different paintings. Like, what does this one mean? And I said, like, I don't know. I just gave some stupid answer. And then it was like... What they were all I, you? 
No, the last one I was like, oh, I really don't like that one or something. I was like, oh, that one's you. Now it could have been a scam. I don't know. Were other people in the photo? Like, was no, it, there, it wasn't. It was abstract. There was no. I wasn't even. No, me. but when, when she was telling you what they were, uh, wh- like, were... I don't think I don't think I ever got the answers to the other huh. ones. I think I was getting quizzed. Okay, I mean that's, that's fascinating. I'd love that. I'd love to see that. I assume you don't have it, but. Have the picture? No, I never. I mean, have. no. That's the kind of thing that you just wish people had mobile, like cell phones with cameras back then, because like you and like Facebook or whatever. Because like, I'd love you to be able to dig that up. Listen, there's no like, there's so little proof, and and um, there's so few memories I have that are actually um, like, you know, were taken down by photo or video. We did do a day in the life uh, in senior year of high school. Like, we made, like, a fake mockumentary. So we do have that. But it's really – it's the only video I have of my entire high school career for sure. Probably anywhere from, like, sixth grade or whatever. My parents stopped, like, bringing video cameras to, like, sporting events and my sporting events and stuff. It's the only video evidence I have of my, like, whole childhood. And I probably have less than ten pictures from high school. You know? So – all of it is just memories. Uh, and I even post high school. Like, I was just never taking pictures, and I didn't even have a smartphone until after college. So, um, It's you know. funny. I think that way about my nieces and nephews. Like, I, we have, like, more pictures of them from them being babies than I have of my whole childhood, you know? Yes. Like, they're just going to be able to, like, scroll through a thousand. Like, I wonder if it'll lose its meaning. Like, I have a few kid pictures of me as a baby that I'm, like, aware of. I'm like, oh, that's a classic. You know, like, whatever. Because there's only, like, 50 total, like, max. Right. I wonder if they'll be over. If they're just like, yeah, I get it. There's, like, a thousand pictures of me looking like an egg. It's funny. They used to call uh, Princess Diana, like, the most photographed woman in the world. And, like, the average... 12 year old now has more pictures of them yeah. than like what wherever princess Di had in the 90s for sure um all right and then the last thing i i told you i teased you uh that i had an idea for when ngog wraps up okay and i hear you're about to come into a lot more time so maybe this could be a serious idea who knows uh pays a lot less so <laughs> um but Rob and I, I think, are both on the record more Nicole maybe than Rob. If if you were to say, what's the show that me and Nicole's sister Nino have in common? You, Allison Lasher, and Nicole's That's sister me. Nino have in common. She loves the Sopranos, but you're not a big Sopranos girly. I've seen exactly one episode of the Sopranos. It really. I honestly, would also say the Sopranos because. That's how they pronounce it. Um, the Sopranos. The League? I don't know. What what show? Close. Very close with The League. Do you want to take another guess? Always Sunny is close, but no, that's not the answer. I don't no, know. It's, uh, it's The Goldbergs. <laughs> ah, The Goldbergs. That's right. That's right. Which actually, at this hour, breaking news, The Hollywood Reporter, one minute ago, posts it's official. The 12th season of Curb Your Enthusiasm will be its last. Yes, very sad, but uh, it's good that there is one more season of Curb. And I think it's time to go. Like, I think this is right. I don't think they should do more seasons after this anyway. Um, okay. But anyway, um, 
I love the Goldbergs. Rob, on an early episode of the Seinfeld podcast, I think, well, I just finished season three and started season four, so somewhere in there. I really enjoyed your serial rankings. We're both Crispus, Cricks, Crispix queens, mm-hmm. uh, so validate that answer as your number one. Um, but he recommends the Goldbergs to you. He's like, you should really check it out. It's, you know, good watching. And you were like, oh, yeah, maybe. I forget. Have you ever seen an episode? No, I've never seen an episode. I don't know what it's about. Uh, I think my wife watched it, um, but I've never seen it. You know, my daughter and my wife watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine like almost every night together. And my wife doesn't really follow the news at all. So I actually have not told her uh, about Andrew Brown. She may know just because like she like the biggest news like you get on your phone. Do you know what I mean? It's just like there when you open your phone or whatever plus yeah but i didn't i didn't met i'm not the type like guess who died you know unless it's somebody you really you are because that's your whole shtick on the sign for podcast uh fun, fun fact. fact like okay, this person's dead relevant. i hate that part of it that's it's relevant. not relevant i don't like it, that part of it it's if we're talking about the person first of all we're like i want you like we're sort of at least semi-joking about getting some of those people on and then, you know, it's like, oh, can't get that person on. So I think that is relevant there. But what if I, she wants to do a Josh Gad style memorial tribute to her, an actor she doesn't know personally? Mm-hmm. Um, well, she's welcome to do that. Well, you don't know. You're, you're gatekeeping the facts. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about New Girl. We haven't even we mentioned it We got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mentioned it in the beginning when I botched the intro. Um... So we find out what Helmet is about. This is one of the few episodes where, based on the name, I didn't know what this was going to be about. Um, Sam questions why Jess has a bear's helmet in her room, and we find out that it's a gift that Nick gave her, and she you know, uses it to hold change. And Sam is uh, surprisingly cool about this. Um, surprisingly, just because of how Sam has kind of been with the whole Nick Jess, Sam, dynamic. Would this irk you, Keeve, or do you think if you still had an abstract painting of yourself that your girlfriend, your like sixteen-year-old girlfriend's sister made, mm-hmm. would that irk Mara? I think she'd think it was weird. Yes. <laughs> well, I guess she'd think it was weird is different than like she would feel threatened by it. I think she'd make fun. No, I don't think she'd feel yeah. threatened by anything. She would use it uh, to make fun of me, probably. We've probably talked about this. I feel like this has to be on New Girl, but what's what's your take on that kind of thing? I mean, you probably don't have a take. When you get married at 19, I don't know if you have a lot of gifts from exes. No, I don't think either of us have anything like that. I don't it, it wouldn't like bother me really depending on what it was. Uh, my wife has a tough time throwing anything out, so I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't like think it was particular to that person. Um but, uh, I, I, yeah, it's not something I'd lose a lot of sleep over unless it was, like, something really weird. Uh, the helmet would be fine. What about you? I don't have any gifts from ex-boyfriends that I've kept, but I haven't thrown anything out as a, like, and intentionally. I think a, a, a boyfriend of mine gave me like a watch. It's just like I really liked it at the time. It's no longer. I wouldn't wear it now. So I think I got rid of it because of that. A lot of guys will get me show tickets, you know, like more experience based stuff. And I guess I've dated a lot of shitty guys who haven't given me a lot of gifts <laughs> worth keeping if I take stock of it. But my boyfriend now has given me a lot of stuff that if we were to break up, I would not get rid of. Like, okay, that's nice. 
Yeah. What if it was like a necklace or something? You'd still keep it? Men know not to get me jewelry. Like, I won't like what you pick, you know? Mm-hmm. Smart. My, the my wife said, because I don't get her stuff. <laughs> the guy who uh, got me a watch just got me a different color of a very similar watch that I had and wore all the time. And I was like, genius, of course. Like, then you know I like it. Exact same thing, same color. You for sure would have liked it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not exactly a gamble to pick a different color strap. Um, yeah, I think it's also like it's different. If you just get something and it's not like it doesn't say their name, it doesn't say like Sam on it, you know, um, then it's safe. But if it's like that's why it's so risky, like these people who get like tattoos of their boyfriend or girlfriend. <laughs> that's a leap. <laughs> but But a lot of people do it, you know. Yeah, I mean. In this case, I I give a I throw a flag on the play like uh, like the Chiefs are playing, and uh, Travis Kelsey is just throwing a lateral play. I speaking of news, I could not get that off of my timeline. That Kelsey, the 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 offensive offsides call. Listen, I know producer Kelly is listening, so she might want to earmuffs for a second. Every every time the Chiefs lose a game. They act like they're the first team in history to lose a game. <laughs> the referees are out to get them. Everyone's out to get the by far most popular team in the NFL. Like, of course, it would be great in great interest to the league if like Taylor Swift is not involved with the Super Bowl or the playoffs. Like, of course, the league wants them to lose because why would they want their biggest star? So you're saying you back the off star. the offensive offsides, offsides. was appropriate. Very and appropriate, even though it is never called. Yeah, it was, <laughs> listen, it was it was a great call. All right, well, you just got us canceled. The fans came to watch the referees make the call. (laughs) Um, But I do think there's a bit of a flag on this item because Jess has no reason to keep, like, what appears to be, like, a souvenir helmet, like, Bears helmet, you know? Like, I don't think she has to get rid of it, but I think this does kind of cross into, like, well, why are you keeping it if not for the sentimental value? Even before... She knows about the dad thing. Like, why do you have just, like, a plastic child's bear's helmet? That's not your team. It is weird. But also, this is not, like, a sentimental gift, right? We, I mean, we don't think it is. It turns out that it is because it's his dad's. But it's a pretty basic gift. And I think this is on the keeper list. We're like, oh, yeah, if someone gives you a football helmet, you could keep that gift. Because you live, you know, you're... But if it's your team, you can, I'm saying you can keep it. But in yeah. terms of, like, the reason to keep it, like... To the extent she had any interest in the Bears, it would have been because of her relationship with Nick. Right. That's true. Like, I'm I'm a Mets fan, you know, in quotes, like, whatever. Don't ask me any players on the team. But, like, I, I'm a Mets fan, so if, if a guy gave me a plastic Mets helmet, I would keep that because, like, that was just an enhancement of things I would normally have. If a guy was like, oh, I really love – the Patriots, because I'm from Boston and I'm willing to adopt that as my team, I wouldn't then keep the Patriots helmet around. Right. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, all right. But everyone do what you want to do. So this whole plot. Oh, I didn't tell you to do the digest. I'm so out of practice, Keeve. You tell me what happens. Yeah, we're a little rustier. Okay, so the episode is called Helmet. I guessed uh, very wrong, I believe, last time. Um I think I guess something about a head injury or something and someone wearing a helmet. Yeah, uh, which Dr. Amanda was like, if only. Uh, Jess uh, has a naughty dream about Nick uh, that involves the Chicago Bears helmet. Um, Sam is still in the picture. 
uh, they're supposed to meet Sam's parents. Meanwhile, um, even though he's married in a prank uh, marriage, uh, Winston's still dealing with Allie. Uh, Allie has a boyfriend who is an agent for animals um, starring in movies. Uh, and uh, yeah, and uh, Schmidt doesn't even really have much of a storyline. He's just around. Yep. Um, Schmidt more in the like Winston role here this week uh, or CC role. Um, but yeah, so Sam's asked Jess to meet his parents and like we're good, right? And he's starting to not be so upset. Like the, the helmet doesn't bother him. This is great. Um, the sex dream around Nick is like, I didn't hate this episode, but for the whole premise to be like Jess's whole life implodes because she had an involuntary hallucination while she was unconscious about her ex. Like you have no control over your dreams. Are you a dreams mean thing kind of guy or like things just, they pop in, they pop out. Yeah, I'm with you. I I think this is absurd to like, a tell everyone b give it so much value c like to ultimately tell your boyfriend it's just insane it's not realistic yeah like she she wakes cc up it's like a whole panic and now she's got to be nick free by tonight um throws away all the gifts that nick has gotten her which include the helmet a lacquered bagel with her name on it an almost done rubik's cube and a i guess photo of the world's tiniest hedgehog um do you think we need to be factoring in Nick's poor gift giving into the boyfriend rankings or are you okay with this level of gift giving? I mean, listen, it's it depends if her love language is gifts, then maybe Nick is not the right guy. But listen, the bear's helmet, I think, makes up for a lot of uh, other things. Uh, honestly, not just because of the gifts. I'm officially, I had Sam number two, Nick number two, Nick number one. I am making an unauthorized adjustment to my own boyfriend rankings, uh, effective immediately. I'm putting Sam at number one, Nick number two, uh, the old man Russell at number three. I really like Sam. I like, I like the recovery Sam is making. I think Sam's coming into this really open-minded. He's advancing the relationship, ready to introduce her to the parents. I, I, I like Sam. I think high potential for better gifts. Not that that's ne- necessary, but definitely a plus. I'm not a I'm not a big Sam fan. Okay, why why not? I don't know. I just like he did a lot of right. We saw him. He wasn't at his best when we last saw him. What I don't know why this relationship. Who among us on. is at their best? It's true. It's true. But like, <laughs> there's too much baggage here. This is not going to last. Okay, all right. Um, so you get things not lasting. No, that's not a good segue. It's gonna be like the 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 helmet got thrown out, didn't last in Justice Department. Um and Nick sees outside Dave. I actually think this is maybe one of Outside Dave's best deployments here. Having received the helmet from uh the shoulderless Dutch boy that Nick lives with. What when did he give her the helmet? So he gave her the helmet on an, an, a Christmas, an unseen Christmas. We did not see it. The, no, the, we didn't the see back, it. The backstory of the helmet is that Jess gave Nick a Christmas present. Presumably, like, it could have even been when they weren't dating or what. Like, it seems like he was caught off guard, which has happened to me before. Someone has a holiday gift for you. You didn't get them a gift definitely awkward to navigate that sometimes 
I don't know if being Mo'o saves you from that. Because I do think, like, tell me if this, this is a theory. Tell me if this is accurate. I think Jews are much more less likely to get somebody, another Jewish adult, a Hanukkah gift. But Christmas gift giving among adults is more common. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, yeah, you don't usually give your spouse or your loved one a Hanukkah gift. It is most, if you are giving gifts, it's mostly to kids. Uh, whereas Christmas, even adults get gifts. Yes, that is true. So I have been, and like you're commonly get Christmas gifts for your friends. Like I have been caught one, one memory specifically when I moved from middle school to high school, my friend group went from, I think a hundred percent Jews to like four people joined who were not Jewish. And one of those people gave me a Christmas gift, which was so nice. I was thrilled to get it. It was really cute. I wore it all the time. I remember exactly what it was. But I was not familiar with this custom of showing up and giving your friends at school gifts for the holidays. So I was like, oh, I have something for you. I have to bring it tomorrow. <laughs> and I forget what I, like, scrounged up and got her. But I think that's sort of what happens with Nick. He, like, goes into his bedroom, like, wanting to give her something but unplanned, comes out with this unwrapped helmet and is like, here's what I got you. Is, being, is a guy being a bad gift giver – uh, really that big of a deal though no I don't think the I don't think the critique here is that like Nick's a terrible gift giver I think she's just like why was I like why are you offended I threw this away you just like went into your bedroom found some old junk and gave it to me and like I was nice to keep it this long which I think is a fair assessment I yeah, think actually I think that is fair. Nick does himself a, a tremendous disservice by when he gives the gift, doesn't tell her, like, this is actually really special. My dad gave this to me. Now I'm giving it to you. It yeah, would have been a perfect story. Yes. No, he, he uh, like, he's his own worst enemy by not mentioning that because uh, it would have made the gift actually meaningful. Although, I don't really want something someone's dad gave them. For, for what purpose? Like, it's not if – if we were really getting into wine and his dad, <laughs> like – got him into wine and he was like this is a corkscrew that my dad gave me that I want to give you as now we share this hobby I don't know whatever or even a sports team like if Jess had become like a big Bears fan it's like I want to give you this but like I don't know that you need to recycle gifts given to you by your parents until you're giving it to your kids as like an heirloom right also not to be all like trying to remember the history of new girl here or quiz you but i recall nick and his father had like not such a great relationship i know but does that make it like maybe he has less of his stuff then you know what i mean maybe he doesn't have a ton of stuff from him no he probably doesn't i mean he had that orange tracksuit. maybe he should have given her that <laughs> here's a velour tracksuit. anyway um But, uh, yeah, I think we already talked about this. It's just like why, why Cece and Jess end up telling Nick about the dream is just – it's fun, but when you're podcasting about it, it's like it really doesn't work, I don't think. Uh, yada, 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 the, the helmet's on her head, and it, it cannot get off. <laughs> it is funny. Like, don't put a helmet on your head unless you're 100% sure it's not going to get stuck there forever. It's a good lesson. It's definitely a good lesson. I don't think I've ever really. Uh, Have you ever worn and a this happens helmet? to people. I guess. I mean, maybe when I was in high school, like, you know, I took like one of the football players' helmets. Like, maybe if that, that would be the only situation. Have you? 
I mean, I've worn, I, like, I think I had, like, a toy helmet or something, but I haven't done a lot of helmets. Like a yeah, hockey head? helmets. I've worn a bunch, but I haven't, I'm not, like, a, I haven't had a lot of opportunities to wear helmets, I guess. I'm I am, I've never really needed the helmet that includes the, like, mouth grate. Um, and that's by design. All right. Never played football. Uh, no, I mean touch never, football. Like you play touch football. A flag football, but not tackle. No, I, I'm not asking about tackle. But you have played football. Yeah, of course. Are Are you underwater? No, I'm <laughs> Give good. Give me a mic issue. <laughs> I'm just fixing my mic. Um. All right. You sound great. I do love Nick's suggestions of suck your head in or throw a jersey on with some pads and be a little football player at the brunch with Sam's parents. It is. I, honestly, it is one of the funnier parts of this episode, the idea of, like, you're meeting someone's parents for the first time <laughs> and you are stuck in a helmet. I think it would be a good story. Like, if you're... All right, you know, uh, one day you have, like, uh, your your daughter is bringing home a guy and he just, like, comes in with a helmet. I think it's a funny story. It's like, uh, you know, she gave me this helmet and it's stuck on my head. And I think it's a good story. You got to reschedule if your head's stuck. You think in it's just helmet. automatic. It's you, not you know, a good out. look. It doesn't, it says something about you. Like, yeah, that you're like, are you big headed or are you like, is it empty in there? You couldn't figure out that your head can't come out of that. Why was it on? Why do you have a helmet on in the middle of the day? I guess I you gotta but reschedule. I mean, listen, you have like a mute, mute, cute story about a helmet stuck on a head. That's pretty good. I mean, it definitely breaks the ice. You're not really going to have to fill the time talking about much else. But I think it, it casts you in a negative light, I think, which is undesirable. Do you really need to, like, cast yourself in such a positive light with the parents? It says a lot about you, Keith. <laughs> Wieneker, the ladies are going to love you. <laughs> Um, you tell me when your kids start bringing people home, but how the, you feel about it. I don't no think they'll, will they impression. care about my opinion though? I think your kids will care about your opinions, particularly assuming the first, your two oldest are your girls. You think they're not going to care if you like their boyfriends? I think they might care about my wife's opinion. I don't know if mm. they're going to like dad. I mean, they might say dad, what do you think? But it's, it'll be, it's a hard sell to try and convince your someone you care about who really likes a person that that's like like that you're not into that person you think they're a dud or not for them or something i think this i think if your kids bring a guy home and he makes a fool of himself in the way that putting your head in a helmet would be they might care that they didn't put that effort into the impression with you whether or not i get it like you're gonna just approve of whoever unless it's really bad or whatever like you don't think that you'll be able to stop anyone but but I think that will reflect poorly on the on the young man in even your girl's eyes. Yeah, I don't think it's a good thing to get a bad report, but I'm not sure it's going to be a deal breaker. You might be surprised. I mean, my mom was just so vocal and my dad was like, you never know who your daughter or son-in-law is going to be, so you don't want to talk any trash mm -hmm. but if my dad was like this guy's not my kind of guy frank costanza style i would take that into consideration um yeah Ask i don't them. know 
I, it would be hard to ask them. I, my kids who've never been in relationships, like, no, just say, you, you don't think know. you can. Adira is like designing her dream, man. You, you don't think That's you could true. say, Adira, if I didn't approve of him, would it matter? Adira. <laughs> She's downstairs. I didn't necessarily mean now, but I would love a live answer. Yeah, it would be good to get a live answer, but I don't think I don't I don't think she's around. But I, yeah, I, I agree. I, her answer is like her answer is going to make me physically ill, though, so we shouldn't. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. Whatever. She's got to be six five. <laughs> got to be shredded. Like all right. Yeah. That's good. I'm throwing it back. That's the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So Cece's got to stall Sam, and this is a pretty funny moment where Sam's just like, "We've never really clicked, have we?" I just. I like that as a Yeah, it's the writers sort of like, hey, we haven't really had these people in a room together at all. So uh, turns out the reveal is Nick got the helmet from his dad, so they can't uh, break it. Sam walks in in the middle of their physical montage trying to get the helmet off. And then again, like, this whole scene is just, like, things that could have been so avoided, but I get it, it's a sitcom, but, like, Jess's explanation of what's going on is so horrendous that Sam should just break up with her after this. Sam should break up with her in general. That I agree with that. Um, so Jess's explanation makes it seem so much worse. Um, but ultimately, so he goes to leave to meet his parents without her. Nick comes in with a hammer and screwdriver and is like, look, Sam's a good guy with above ad- average handsomeness. And he's above six feet, which means a lot to you, uh, which I know means a lot to you. Um, and acknowledges that Sam makes her happy, so it's time for him to stop coming in between them, I think in a literal way with the helmet and a metaphorical way with everything else and all the Jeff Day energy and all that. So he then breaks the helmet off in the least safe way possible, and Jess is able to go meet Sam's two dads, which uh, is sort of a nice, inclusive moment that has nothing to do with anything and is not played for laughs which i yeah, thought not was played nice. for laughs or even played for much of anything it's just like uh because it's like, oh they said his parents but it's dads um B by story. the way probably yep. both football fans who would have appreciated the helmet thing <laughs> so women don't like football you said that i didn't say it i just assume <laughs> his two dads are both big football fans um all right I mean, in that way, Keeve, you're being both stereotypical and un- not stereotypical to say that gay men like football, so mm-hmm. I have to just call it neutral. Uh, yeah. Um, but definitely inviting folks who disagree to cancel Akiva, that's fine. Um, meanwhile, uh, Winston's whole plotline is he's going to meet Allie's boyfriend at brunch, who's played by Cal Penn. Nice showing from Cal Penn. I like Cal Penn. Just brought up Cal Penn on a podcast yesterday. Uh, he's hosting the Daily Show this week. I guess they're like looking for a new host, guest hosts. Um, yeah, Cal Penn is good. Again, this continues our run of like super famous uh, guest stars for like fourteen weeks in a row. Yeah, deep bench. Um, uh, also, a long time coming. Like we heard a few episodes. I mean, maybe it's just because of how long it's been between podcasts for us. But like, it feels like we heard that Ali had a boyfriend a while ago. Then we had an episode of Winston trying to move on, and now we're back to Ali. Now we're meeting Ali's boyfriend. I think we're like sort of in this now that we. I think there's only six episodes or something left in the season after this. I think this is just who we're stuck with. We're probably stuck with Sam for most of the rest of the season, and Ali, and maybe the sham marriage will be back. You know. Yeah, Rhonda. Rhonda. Um. <laughs> um. 
I do like the inclusion. Like, I know it, it could be, I would normally maybe be critical about, like, oh, Schmidt getting shoehorned in here. But, like, in all of the ways sitcoms do this to just have, like, stray characters who need to go along with things, I think this did work. That, like, Winston's obviously participating in some self-destructive behavior, like going to brunch with the woman he loves and her boyfriend. And, like, I think it is helpful that Schmidt would come along here. Yes, but again, they have nothing for Schmidt to do. Like, this is easily his sort of least to-do episode of the whole series. But yeah, I agree. It makes sense that Schmidt's here. And I like him in the supporting role. Like, he's a good friend here. Like, while uh, Trip, uh, Allie's boyfriend, is being kind of a jerk, like, there's Schmidt gassing him up. I actually thought, like, Lamorne played this really interestingly because Winston's not weird or awkward at all. He's, like, making a real strong effort with Trip. He's, like, trying to take an interest in his work. And he's like, oh, no, okay, that was probably a stupid idea. Like, I shouldn't have suggested Ferguson. Like, he is, like, being a little angel here. Trip has got a real attitude problem. Mm-hmm. Well, then he's, he says he was, like, intimidated by him, right? Well, yeah, that's the reveal. And it's uh, interesting. Really, yep. Yeah, the, because, like, I feel like that works that way in life. Like, you might be intimidated by someone, but there's a good chance they're intimidated by you, too, you know? Oh, a lesson message. to us all. Uh, certainly it's something that has been relevant for me recently. Like, yeah, you don't know why someone's acting like a jerk. If I'm acting like a jerk, it's usually because I'm uh, insecure about something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, very relatable to uh, to trip here. Uh, have you noticed that they're at this outdoor cafe a lot? I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed, uh, but this is where she goes on that date. Where she's like, I have hockey practice on the last date with the dice DA guy who oh, ends yes. up being like a yeah, magician. Yeah. And this, this is, is also set. this is also like the backdrop, I believe, of when Rhonda and Winston go out with Schmidt and Zizi. Mm-hmm. And then I think also the dice DA is the same time where Schmidt's there. Schmidt and Jess meet up there first, and he's like, They're doing too much. Like the menu's like too diverse. Meatballs yeah. and hummus or whatever. I think uh, you know, let's let's keep an eye out on it. Let's see how many th- more times we can see this set, the outdoor cafe. It has taken me like 15 years of New Girl fandom to notice this. This is the first time I've noticed they've been there multiple times. But it's so it's jumping out in the rewatch in the like 80th rewatch. All right, let's see if we could find it again. Um, but yes, uh, the whole cat thing. I mean, it's like fine physical comedy. Winston's. I think Schmidt really shows up for Winston here. The agents love Ferguson. But uh, he pulls out of Ferguson's chance at stardom in order to make Trip feel better. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. I was hoping for Ferguson to become like the new superstar cat. Can I ask? I'm not an Avatar expert, but like, what significance would be a, like a regular cat in like a completely CGI I've, movie? I, I've, it's a good <laughs> question. I have no idea. I've never seen Avatar. It's a great question. When did Avatar come out? Like the first one, like. 2010 or something so this was what like a reference to the sequel yeah 2009 is the first one and the sequel just came out last year but was supposed to be out like years earlier right um there was a keenan culkin reference here and neve said uh is that the most outdated and incorrect pop culture reference so far love succession also would any of the loft guys obsess over a tv drama comedy and what would it be schmidt absolutely loved entourage right well, what's amazing is, you know, sometimes this show feels like it's in like a weird vacuum where it's not too far away, but there's not a lot of current references. 
But they start talking about Game of Thrones in this episode, which makes you think, like, what the heck? They're talking about Game of Thrones on this show? They're Game of Thrones fans? Yeah, it is always interesting when a show, like, kind of decides what's in play and what's not. Yeah, I'll say Schmidt, Entourage, Jess would have been Parks and Recreation because she, you know, I guess is closest to, like, the Amy Poehler character. Also Friends girly through and through. Yes, yeah, definitely a Friends fan. Nick's favorite show is, like... Ice Road Truckers or something <laughs> like a weird like deep cable show, <laughs> and Winston just likes CBS procedurals. I think. Okay, like so he likes to take his work home. Yeah, not only the cop ones, but yes. <laughs> okay, I like those picks. What about CC? Uh, CC's favorite show is America's Got Talent. Can we do? Um, I think the, you nailed it all. You have a very you have a gift for this. Um, can we do Friends or Seinfeld for all of them? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, CC, uh, CC Friends, Jess Friends, Schmidt Seinfeld, Nick, sort of neither, um, and uh, Winston Friends, Sam, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. So, wait, sorry. You said Winston Friends, I agree. Jess Friends, I agree. CC Friends... But when Schmidt's watching Seinfeld, mm-hmm. Cece watches it. Like yeah, she's she like, "Oh, this it. is funny. I haven't seen that. This is good." It's like, and he's like, "Oh, uh, no Jess, shit." But Cece likes it. But it's not. Yes, yeah. Cece watches it when it's on. Um, and Nick, yeah, I I actually would have said Seinfeld, but I kind of agree with neither. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. He likes mad about you. He's, uh, I'm trying to remember one of the sitcoms you ranked, but I can't remember any of them. He's just shoot me. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember doing a ranking of the. I do. Yes, I do remember wa- watching those shows. N- um, okay. So that's it. That's that on that. Allie and Winston have an interesting moment that's nice where she's sort of like, what did you think? And I know he's intense, which to me is like a sign that you're not sure about your boyfriend. If you're giving a disclaimer, Mm. like, I know he's a little X, Y, Z, then I don't believe in the longevity of Allie and Tripp. I think it's never a good sign. If you are asking a friend, what do you think of my partner? Yeah, Missy puts it, I need you to get eyes on him. Yeah, someone said, someone... uh, told me that someone asked that this was years ago what do you think of someone like what do you think of my husband or my wife and they were already married <laughs> and it was like <laughs> so they answered like because it was like clear that they didn't really like them and it was like well what like there's nothing i good i could answer now like who cares don't worry basically don't worry about it was the answer but you know that's a terrible response terrible. i think winston gives an excellent response which is if you're happy then i'm happy for yeah, you for sure not always Which true, is also still nice terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Jess, I think it's like a nice resolution here that Jess gives Nick a framed like piece of the helmet yeah. to hang at the bar. And then Nick starts offering his own sex dreams about Jess. And I thought this was my favorite scene of the whole episode. Like it played really well when Nick is like, I've had my own sex dreams about Jess. And she's like, I'm out. And then turns to Cece and says, you were there. I'm out. And Winston goes, was I there? Now I'm out as Nick. It doesn't work well to be recapped on a podcast, but I thought it was like a fun little yeah, no, that, that the, three beats. The, yeah, yeah. This was, a, this was a fine episode. All right, Keeve. Um, I do have to say, mm-hmm. 
I think an issue happened in the Google Doc now. I believe I'm the only one who has access to it. I'd like to claim that we were hacked, but, like, at least five submissions that I know existed are gone. I only have, like, the first 13 pages because I – and people ask questions throughout. Do you know so how I, to go back and, like, get, an, get you know, access the old doc? Do you know how to do that? Can you? Yeah. I, I don't know that I did. I just – hold on. I just, when I went to look it up, it was, like, just incomplete. And I haven't opened it since our last podcast. And I didn't, like, delete them all. So I don't have, I don't know if Matt uh, Matt Stewart or uh, Producer Kelly submitted. But I have no way to. Go to version okay. history. All right. School me. And then see version history. What do you history. mean version history? Like, I'm in Google, I'm in Google Forms. Yeah. Oh, Google. Okay. It's Google Forms, not not Google. Uh, yeah, it's a Google form. Okay. Well, maybe I'm we could do this offline. Yeah. Yeah, I'll help you offline. Um, so who won the episode? It's just us this week. Oof. Not Schmidt. He's not really around. Not Nick. He has to hear about, you know, like, this, you know, the Sam. And we didn't even really get into that. He's like, oh, is it like a physical thing? And she's like, trust me, it's not that. You don't want to hear that. It is a tough one. Like, I, th Sam, it's not Sam. He has to hear about the dream. Like, I, is it going to be Winston or Cece by default? I, I'm going to give it to Winston. This is shocking. I think it's easy, and I don't think it's by default. I think it's Winston. Yeah, it's Winston. Yeah, Winston, yeah. you know, gets the monkey off his back, meeting Allie's boyfriend. I'm mm -hmm. sure Allie's been watching. But like for Ferguson a while. doesn't get doesn't get the role ultimately. But no, but he yeah. takes Ferguson out of it. Like yeah, Ferguson is, is beats out patches, and he gets uh, Cal Penn's respect and him yeah. to reveal that he's intimidated by him. So he's walking yeah, out of here like Winston. a big macher. You're right. You're right. Um. All right. So uh, that's it. We have you sent me. Did you send me like a, a a minute this week? I forget. I think you did, and I didn't look at it. I don't know. I sent you something a few a while ago. I'm not sure if it was for last episode or this one. Let's go see Kiwi. Oh no! I said Monday, November thirteenth. No. And I said I'm glad Banana was able to find work. I think we played that last week. Yeah. I will get one next. <laughs> okay, I think I had a dream that you sent me one then, because um, we were supposed to get a no on minute or. or no, we need a Yosef minute, just some minute of someone we we decided non-banana related next week. Yeah, we'll get something from Maybe Noah. it's Adira ruining your life. But maybe she'll make your life. Maybe she'll say, I'll let you approve. In 20 I don't years. Think she'll let, I don't think she'll let us approve. <laughs> okay. She'll just say things to us like, you're lucky all the boys in the neighborhood are gross. Yeah, short, thin. Yeah. Non-shredded. Non non-shredded. Goes to the gym right. like four times a week. So I know you told us. She's she, how old? I was thinking this because someone in my building, like someone's kid, I, I I would guess he's somewhere between I don't know twelve and sixteen, mm -hmm. <laughs> and he was going down to the gym, and I was like, what age do people do kids start going to the gym? Uh, our gym is uh, fourteen plus. It was her fourteenth birthday present. She got a, a gym membership. But do, are a lot of 14-year-olds going to the gym? I asked her. She said there's some boys there who are 14. But I said, are you the youngest person there? Uh, and she's like, no, there's other 14-year-old boys. All right. Um, I got to get out of here. I'm sure you do, too. Next week, season five, episode 17, road trip. 
I mm. will say a new Garner movie is coming no, out. Two, uh, I think we're going to do a double, we said next week. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, but I'll ask you. At the, oh, no, because you'll have watched it. All right, so i got to ask you both these. Hold on. So think about road, road trip. I believe you could get. Yeah. If you th- uh, just think the about whole the context. Gang goes on a road trip, I think. No, but no, but think about like what are the topical items? You said we're only six episodes to the end. Like what things need to happen? Yeah, we got. That could be connected wedding, to a road trip. Maybe meet some parents and stuff. I'm still just guessing. I can't get any clues. I'm just guessing the whole gang goes on a road trip. I'm giving you clues though, because I like when you get it, and I feel like this is get a lot. Most of them, like helmet, was never gettable. Oh, mm-hmm. Jess, Nick gave Jess a, a, ha- a helmet. She her head gets stuck. Like I don't think so. They go on a road trip to s- to meet uh, Cece's family. Hmm. Okay, maybe this will help. Um, hold on, I just want to make sure. Uh, the the double episode is called a chill day in. And they are, in a way, related. So you have road trip, and then you have a chill day in. Chill day in? Is there a dot, dot, dot? No, you have road trip, and then you have a chill day in. I don't know what a chill day in would be about. I guess after the road trip, they just hang out at home? I don't know. Okay, Kiva has no chill. Uh, We'll find out next week, hopefully. What's the Jennifer Um, Garner movie? She's uh, coming out in a new Netflix movie with, oh, like, I think it's Ed out. Helms or something. Yeah. Jennifer Garner. Should we, should we put it in the jar, maybe? It's, like, Christmassy, right? The Family Switch, is that yeah, it? It's, yeah. It's probably, like, uh, um, the, what's it called? The Yesterday? Lindsay Lohan movie? No, it's, it's like, uh, a family e- version of the Lindsay Lohan movie, it sounds like. Oh, oh, um, Freaky Friday? Freaky Friday, yeah. Yeah, Family Switch cast get to know everyone in the body-swapping family. I mean, do we put it in the jar? Oh, are we doing new girl, new Goldberg, old guy? <laughs> new Goldberg. I mean, that's after. You know, that's, that's new Goldberg's old guy. Year. All right. Well, if we do new new Goldberg's old guy, then we'll put this in the jar because we'll need more jars. Okay, fine. Although Garner would have nothing to do with that, but sure. But Garner has nothing to do with this. That's a good point. <laughs> okay, Keith. Talk to you later. Bye, everybody. My bite and my dog, my bite and my dog.